Welcome to Sacred at Work. This podcast is designed to give voice to the feelings and desires so many of us are having at this extraordinary transformational moment on the planet. Join us on this exploration and sacred journey of uncovering our truest selves, whether in business or in life, because after all, sacred is always at work. We are two colleagues, businesswomen, mothers, entrepreneurs, and seekers. I'm Pam Shalou. I'm coming to you from the unceded lands of the Ohlone people in Oakland, California. I'm founder of Practical Feed Advisors, and I help kick-ass female visionaries to tune into their intuition, trust themselves more fully, and take inspired action from that place to change the world. And I'm Hilary Sampson. I live, work, and play on the traditional, ancestral, and unceded territory of the Coast Salish peoples, the Squamish, Tsleil-Waututh, and Musqueam Nations in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. I'm the owner of Transforming Ventures. I support entrepreneurs to connect with the soul of their business to help them identify and shift blocks, preventing the flow of its purpose. So here we are, Hillary, our second podcast. Very excited. It's very exciting. Today, we want to talk a little bit about the concept of meeting the moment. And what we mean by that is that You know, we are living in such extraordinary times. We've been faced with the truth of a a almost year-long pandemic now here in the United States, the rise of the Black Lives Matter movement, the economic uh, inequities that we are seeing. Um, In California, we've been, we've had a fire season that has been unlike any other, the the global climate crisis that we're in not to mention the, you know, really the breakdown of the democratic uh, society here in the States have been overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's been an extraordinary year, of course, for everybody. And the emotions that are rising from it, whether it's fear of yourself or your family or your own economic precariousness, or whether it's just that deep emotion of, of helplessness about the inequities, about the racism that is rising uh, in both of our countries, uh, about how we treat our elders uh, and, and how we have shame around that. And these are huge, intense emotions and make it very difficult to regain our center so we can meet the moment in a way that is able to move us forward. Mm-hmm. It, it is. And, and part of that is because, because of the external realities that we're living in and we have been living in, we are seeing that the systems that we are really uh, have been indoctrinated with since day one um, are breaking down they're no longer working and in truth never did but the systems themselves have been predominantly masculine based and what we're seeing now at this time is that there is a rise of a feminine way that what what we often call and talk about is the divine feminine coming in and giving rise and opportunity to a new way of being Mm. One of the things uh, that I've been thinking about and exploring is this notion that at the heart of everything is love. 
And that means, if that's true, that means that at the heart of COVID is love. And so if we think about that for a moment, what could that mean? And to me, it's not, it's not dismissing all of the challenges and difficulties. It's not that at all. And at the same time, it's recognizing the gifts of this moment. And the way I feel it in my bones is that it has exposed all of these systems, ways of being, attitudes, perspectives that just truly, as you say, are no longer working. And here we are with the invitation Mm -hmm. to meet this moment in a different way than we ever have before. Right. Yeah, that's exciting. You know, I mean, I think that there are many people who may not agree with us and may feel differently because it is, it has been so hard and it continues to be. But yet there is a different way to approach this that does allow for our ability to create better conditions for ourselves to meet the moment right? So Mm -hmm. we have choice always. And whether we are sitting in privilege, whether we are sitting um, wherever we are sitting, we have choice in how we respond and meet every moment. Exactly. I was just thinking that too, you know, when you're saying not everyone agrees with this, it's very true. And it's so important to start with gratitude and acknowledgement of all that we have. And, and we need to do that. And the same time, what are the resources that I have to meet this moment that will help heal me and heal the collective? Mm-hmm. So this is one of the principles, you know, when you talk about the divine feminine, this is one of the principles is that the healing that any of us do is for everyone. So um, I'll, I'll bring in a concept here from my spiritual framework in that not only are we all connected, but we are all one. So that is, you know, the way of the divine feminine. It's not compartmentalization. It's integration. It's all of us all the time for ourselves. And also we are one with each other. Mm -hmm. So the resources that I can bring forward, the shifts and perspectives that I can manage help everyone. Yeah, it begins at home, doesn't it? (laughs) We we have to do the work with ourselves first. And that's how that influences and creates the ripple effects for the collective. You know, I think it's important uh, in our first podcast, we talked about a little bit about the fact that we'll be using terms and terminologies that some uh, that we want to be inclusive. And so to be uh, as clear as we can by what we mean when we say the term divine feminine for me, because there's many ways that people uh, will approach that actual term of divine feminine. So for me, what it means is that, you know, this is something that exists in all of us. We as humans have a masculine and a feminine. The divine feminine is a felt sense. It is a way of knowing and it is a healing force. And I wanna be clear that for me, it's not a feminist statement. It really is actually an inclusive way of being that allows for us to think about how we utilize 
the feminine qualities in, in, that are innately in us, intuition, sense knowing, collaboration, nurturing, expansion for birth that allows for uh, a different lens, a different way of being that is healing. The systems that we've been living in, the patriarchal system in particular, um, has swung so far to the masculine that I believe that we're sitting in a place where the call, the cry is for the balance. And thus the divine feminine is coming in in a big way to create that balance. Exactly. It's not about prioritizing one over the other. In an ideal world, we would have this balance already. But we have gone for so many thousands of years, building up and strengthening and giving voice to that patriarchal system, the, the, the toxic masculine, some people call it, the masculine that has forgotten what is sacred, has forgotten what is divine, that what this moment needs is a strengthening of the feminine in order to balance it out. The, the revealing of the divine feminine is the thing that allows for the revealing of the sacred, the divine masculine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. And we need both, right? So again, we're living in times that are so divisive and polarized. You know, it's either or, when in fact, it is integration. And my hope is that as we, you know, continue on, that we, as you said, we remember, you you, you talked about the, 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 the one, the connected, we are one that we remember as humanity, we remember that we are one and that we need both masculine and feminine. And yet the uh, oppression and the oppressive system that we have been in um, hasn't allowed for that. So we can all invite this in. We can invite in the feminine to be a partner alongside um, and give voice and and give um, uh, way, make way for the divine feminine to help lead us into the new way, into a new way of being. And it is such a help. You know, I was just speaking with uh, somebody yesterday and they reminded me how powerful the divine feminine is. What a powerful, you know, people can think of the feminine as, as gentle and soft. And it's important to remember that the divine feminine is the whole spectrum. It is the gentlest stream, the gentlest brook to the most powerful tsunami, all of it is the divine feminine. And you can call on the strength that you need to bring about the healing, to bring about the new system, if you allow it in. Mm -hmm. I I love that because oftentimes, you know, that's been part of the, the old story that the feminine is soft. But, you know, some of the old story is that love, you know, leading with love is soft, but Mm -hmm. actually those are the, 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 the fierceness of a mama bear who, who leads with love for protecting her cub. There's nothing more fierce. There's nothing more feminine than being, you know, completely on and in purpose and acting from that place with real strength and power. 
So I, I I love the notion that the that we we flip on our flip it on the head these soft skills <laughs> into some of the most powerful hard um, skills that allow for um, the feminine to be expressed. Exactly, and and it we do need both. You know I, that as you're speaking, I'm thinking about you know what I work with my clients with in their businesses is when we get to that place of balance, you will have the capacity to actually call on the feminine and the masculine as you need it. So for example, the feminine is that creation energy, the ideas that you have, I'm speaking about business at the moment, the ideas you have in your business and the masculine is that protector energy. And in a to protect this idea, this creation, it needs implementation. So really it's when you have that beautiful balance of both of them, that things really happen, things really move. Mm -hmm. And you can meet the biggest challenges of the world. I think that's the only way we're gonna meet these big challenges of the world mm -hmm. is by through this acknowledging and strengthening and recognizing the incredible power of the feminine and how it can then meet the masculine and, and be the strength that we need in this world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's, that's exactly right. And it's, I just think about where we're headed. You know, we're living in such uh, what some call liminal space. So that which we have known and the space between where we are going is this liminal space, which is um, is untethered. Right? We are we are untethered at this time, um, and the way forward in times where we feel like we're not grounded, where we don't know what is next, I believe the way forward is to um, is to dance with the divine feminine, really, because that is where nurturance and caring and creativity lies. And if we can, if we can rely on that more, lean into it, trust that that part, that essence of us will help lead us through. And that when we come out of it, we will come out of it transformed sort of like the butterfly that's been in a cocoon, you know, we've been we've been a chrysalis for for this time, coming out as a butterfly, we have the ability to create a life, and a planet and an, uh, a way of being that is more from the lens of love and cooperation and connectivity. And we've missed that. Well, you know, we have we haven't had that in so long. We have not had that in so long. So I think the first step is just being grateful, you know, being grateful that things, we are in this liminal space and we have the choice right now to do something different. Mm -hmm. And it's so, it it's scary mm -hmm. and it's necessary and it can be exciting. Mm -hmm. And one thing I know definitively as I talk to um, other thought leaders and healers and practitioners around the world is that this time specifically is a time where we are uh, being called to do this work individually for the collective, but 
and that we are building upon each other. So we are creating a new and these kinds of conversations, these circles that we create uh, coming together to explore and be uh, in conversation and um, uh, understanding about these new ways of being will help us grow collectively and we will grow, we will build upon each other. So I feel excited about that because there are more of us who are answering this call, more of us who see that uh, the old ways don't work and are seeking different, a different way of being. So often people ask, like, you know, like, let's get practical. How do we do that? How do you do that, Hillary? So, um, as you know, uh, every other Sunday morning, I host uh, the Magdalene Women's Temple, where Laurieann Speed is um, bringing in the words and wisdom of Mary Magdalene. And we have a good half hour every, every session to ask questions. And the thing that I am again and again noticing is that it starts with compassion. So many times, no matter what the question is, no matter what the fear is, no matter what the challenge is, if you start with compassion, which is that comes from that deep feminine caring place, you can always move forward stronger. Hmm. And compassion doesn't mean that you're boundaryless or that you accept behaviors. Compassion isn't even forgiveness. It's just taking a moment to say, I understand that you are doing the best you can. I understand that I am doing the best that I can right now. And I have so much compassion for all that's come before and who you are and where you are. Mm -hmm. And from there, you can just feel it from there. Mm -hmm. Then you can hear the right next step. Mm. Beautiful. You know, as I said, like divine feminine is a felt sense. When you mm -hmm. say that, when you speak of compassion in that way, I can feel that in my body. And um, self-compassion is not something that has come easily for me in the past. And it is a, it's a practice that I have to keep reminding myself. And, and luckily you help remind me as well. We all um, struggle with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I... I I do simple things, just simple steps um, to help create the conditions for the divine feminine to come forward in my life. Um, and the first thing that I do is that I invite it in. So it's something as blatant and as simple as saying in my daily meditation, I invite in the divine feminine to help show me a different and more creative, loving way of being. And I believe that when we call it in, it comes, you know, I have that faith and trust that that is true. And then the second thing that I know to be true and as, as within the invitation is to lean more into my intuition. And I know that we, that is a birthright gift that we've all been given. We live with um, the ability to utilize intuition and we've sometimes blocked it we've forgotten. Um, but when we can start to trust and rely more on our intuition, the divine feminine has voice and ways of expressing herself. And then the final thing is, as part of what I want to share today is really, um, and this has not been uh, 
this has been a hard, hard one for me, but is to uh, really embrace nurturing and the nurturing of myself first as a way to ensure that I can nurture others. And so that can be as simple um, as, you know, taking a, a beautiful warm bath when I'm overwhelmed and doing something that's nurturing for my body or as radical as a self-love act that is something as bold as saying no <laughs> when I'm what? always What's saying that word? yes. <laughs> really, I mean, imagine saying no when you're when the belief system we have is that we're supposed to say yes to all things, right? So I consider it a radical act of self-love to have a boundary and to say no. So Amazing. that that is um, that is the divine feminine feminine at work within me. Yeah, that's amazing. I love it. That's so great. <laughs> oh, I think that we could go on for about 20 more hours about the divine feminine. <laughs> and I have no doubt that we'll come back to several of the concepts that we chatted yeah. about today. Yeah. We're, we're just starting to dive in. Um, but I really want to thank you, Pam, for this incredible conversation. It's been really, it, it is nurturing for me. Thank you, Hillary. It is to me as well. And I fundamentally believe that uh, the more of these conversations we have, the greater the learning for each of us and for the collective. And so it is a service and pleasure that uh, I get to do this with you. Wonderful. And you can find Pam at practicalfeet.com and Hillary, I'm at transformingventures.com. We would love your questions and comments and are so grateful that you are here listening to us and joining us. And if you want to share anything about how the sacred is showing up in your life, or if you have questions or challenges that we could help in any way, please reach out to us at hello at sacredatwork.com. Our podcast is produced by Collins Mina. Our beautiful opening and closing music is composed and performed by Lorianne Speed. Our podcast is released twice a month, and we look forward to connecting with you next time. With so much love, bye for now. <laughs>